Hey, Pizza Quest nerds, this is Clark from the future. Well, the present, actually. Uh, 2023, I am recording this just a couple days before this episode is going to be released. First of all, just want to say thank you so much for listening to all of the Pizza Quest episodes. If you're following along, it's been a lot of fun to go back in time and listen to these episodes. Uh, Josh, Zach, and I have been in conversation and... We're hoping we can catch up soon and maybe do a follow-up episode. That would be that would be kind of fun. Uh, until then, this is the episode that I believe I mentioned in part one that would be heavily edited for reasons that I really won't go too in-depth with other than just the guest judges. They're no longer associated with the podcast, so... That's it. That's all you need to know. If you hear any kind of weird edits or anything, that's why that's there. All right, let's get to it. Let's get in the truck, hang out with the guys, blah, blah, blah. 2017 Pizza Quest downtown. Woo! What is up, podcast nerds? My name is Clark Wayne Osborne, and you are listening to episode 27 of Clockwork Nights. How are you doing? How's your week been? Have you been enjoying this semi-hot weather here in August? Just got out of the Otters game about an hour ago. They won. It was cool. It was the free is for everyone game. Got to see some other podcasters there, so that was neat. But yeah, great weather. I mean, it was a little sticky, but still great for August. <laughs> All right. So this week, oh, hang, hang on. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this week, it is the downtown area. So without further ado, let's get to it. Let's get to seeing how this thing works. And by the way, if you haven't listened to the first three episodes dealing with the North Side, West Side, and Jimtown, you should totally go back and check those episodes out. A lot of laughs, a lot of good times. All right. Pizza Quest. For six weeks this summer, the three of us and sometimes other friends will be hitting up six different sides of town. The North Side, East Side, West Side, Jacobsville, or Jimtown, Newburgh, and Downtown. We're going to taste, discuss, and rate each pizza on a scale from 1 to 10. The three scores will be combined for the pizza's overall score. At the end of the summer, the highest rated pizza from each of the six nights and the next two best overall scores best of the rest will be entered into a final eight season finale episode Labor Day weekend. We'll have some help judging that night and by the end of this declare the best pizza pie of Evansville. So yeah. Also, we are judging this completely on just cheese crust and sauce. So we're just getting cheese pizzas. <laughs> All right. Let's get in the truck. It's been a long week. But let's get in that truck and hang out with Zachary and Josh. Here we go. Here is part four of Pizza Quest.
I don't discriminate against any pizza. I love a DiGiorno. Except for the crust, is just straight up bread. They just wear you down. Do we want to start for a, an appetizer or aperitif of crispy, crunchy chicken at the gas station? <laughs> Here we are. We're about to go to Rocka Bar, Evansville's first pizzeria. Yep, they brought pizza. They brought pizza in the form that it is now to Evansville. That, at least that's what all the old guys at Jimtown Tavern tell me. Jimtown Tavern is the... Highest grade of facts in Evansville. It's where you get all the main ones. It is the uh, the official tavern of Pizza Quest. <laughs> I did have some Taco Bell for lunch today. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a hot pick of the Taco Bell. R.I.P. Apollo Liquor. That place sucked real bad. It was awful. Remember that, remember that one dude that was always in there? Yeah, he pretended to be Russian. Ivan Dragov. Did you see that, like... They made it, they're making a new one. And I thought for sure it'd be like Ivan Drago's son versus Creed. <laughs> but like Sylvester Stallone posted a picture on his Instagram because I follow him on Instagram for some reason. And it's Rocky and then Creed and then Drago right in the middle, just old as hell, about to box Creed. Like they're just going to go for that, I guess. It's awful. Yeah. Will it be titled Creed 2 or Rocky 9? It's going to be Creed with arms wide open, the sequel. You want to run and grab it? Yes. I will say, while Zach runs in and grabs uh, this pizza, one stage in our personal evolution for this podcast is moving from the original 44-ounce Bigfoot skis to bottles. They're much easier, and I don't have to spend the entire evening driving around just waiting for one to explode in the backseat of my car. Hi there, everybody. My name is Josh. And I'm Corey. I'm a professional brewer, and I'm just some guy that drinks. Now, I know for a fact that all of you out there listening love to eat. And drink. So we've got something for you. Food 812 is a suite of podcasts featuring different monthly episodes about local food and drink. We'll be sitting down with tri-state chefs, brewers, bartenders, and waitstaffs. Or anyone out there who's had to deal with the hungry drunks of Evansville. Find us on the Evansville Podcast Network homepage at evansvillepodcast.com. You can send us a message at food812podcast at gmail.com and subscribe on iTunes, the Google Play Store, and Stitcher Radio. They'll keep brewing, cooking, and serving it up, and we'll see if we can't find out how they do it. Food 812 will have monthly episodes of Evansville Over Medium, featuring Evansville chefs and food personalities, and Evansville on the Rocks, featuring Evansville bartenders and front of house staff. So sit back, crack open a cold one, or top off that highball, and tune in to the latest episode from Food 812. I've been hanging around. Here he is. It's tiny. It does smell awesome. Talk about the crust. Looks awesome. Looks crispy, brown. Well, we're ready to eat. Have you guys ever been in there before? Mm-hmm. It's like a time capsule in there. Yep. Awesome. It reminds me, you ever go to Rick's on the east side? You walk in and you realize they haven't updated anything since Indiana basketball won a national title in 1987. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this place might even be earlier than that. This place looks like they built it and that's that's it. <laughs> that's it. Put a wood paneling 10 years later, and that's all they got. In honor of Kyle Miller, I'm going to get one of them guts pieces. I think that crust is awesome. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you guys have had any of the other Rocka Bars, but, like, this one's hands down the best one out of all of them. Negative. 
The only negative I've found so far is that some of the corner pieces I've had are caked in sauce, and they're, the sauce is awesome. And so far, this gets piece has maybe hardly any sauce. I like, There's no sauce there. So maybe sauce distribution. We've talked about that before. Um, but the corner pieces where I got a lot of sauce, it was awesome. And this is pretty much just cheese flatbread in the middle. I agree. That crust is awesome, though. Like, the way it's flaking. It's not that normal, like, Una cracker crust. Like, I'm pretty much going to say the same thing. Like, that crust was awesome. The cheese was pretty good. Um, there was not nearly enough sauce on there. I thought it was even dry a little bit, like, throughout the middle. Everything but the edge, basically. <laughs> but I'll give it a sixth. It was good, but I needed some more. I'm going to give it the highest. I really enjoyed that pizza. The Maybe it was just the first bite of, like, the sauce because the sauce was so delicious. That's the saddest part about this pizza is if it had enough sauce on it, it might win the whole damn thing. Uh, but I gave it a, I was going to go with an eight, but I, I agree. It's just dry. So I'm with a seven and a half. I docked a little bit. It's delicious. The crust is perfect. The cheese is great. Um, just, there were just two whole pieces I had that didn't have any sauce. So that gives it a 19 and a half, which is not enough for one of the wild card spots, but maybe enough to win tonight. And if it can win tonight, it's into the finale. Zach, your thoughts? I was a little bit worried when we were doing this tonight. I was like, I wonder if the, you know, like if everybody's going to judge the same, but Steve's. Una Pizza on Washington and, was it Washington Culver? Steez is, I don't know. It's by Taco John's. So we're on the other side of 41 then. We are. Okay. We had to fit it in somewhere, and East Side Night literally already has eight or nine stops, so. Yeah, it kind of, I would say it's Southeast Side. A little known fact is that they do not deliver downtown. They might now, but they didn't for a while. I've never had a Steve's Una Pizza. It's going to be a little sad that it will not be Zach Yunker delivering the pizza. Maybe he'll be there. I don't know. It's hard to say. <laughs> I literally live, like, right over here. This little neighborhood. No wonder you spend so much time at the Marigold. Dude, the Marigold sucks, and it's awesome. I went there Friday. Is this on? Has anybody here ever been to the Marigold? Not. You've told me ten times ago. So if you go up here and you take a right on Weinbach and you go down a few blocks... It's the type of bar that has, like, drop top or, you know, drop ceiling. It's, like, the highest is, like, seven foot. Uh, the first time I ever went in there was, like, ten people. It was with Brad Long and his family. They love it. And I ordered a round for everybody. And she was like, oh, it's going to be, like, fourteen fifty. And I was like, this is my favorite place ever. Yeah. <laughs> I love a good tavern, obviously, but I love a good dive tavern where um, the, your tab of the night is so low. That you're in the, you're not certain if the bartender is hooking you up or the beer is that cheap or they're so stupid they forgot you had seven drinks in your tab, not four. Either way, you don't question it and you give them, you just give them the money. 100%. That's like this place is, uh, it's like this big brick building and then off the side of it is just like a roof and then some glass around it. It looks just like an afterthought. Somebody's like, let's just put a pizza place over here and put a little little wall around it. It's pretty wild. It's, I mean, like, if you, whenever you go in, it's just a hallway. And the guy running the oven, nobody can go behind him while he's running the oven. That's how narrow it is. I, I can confirm that if it wasn't for the fact that we had so many stops to make uh, on East Side Night and had so little time to get all these episodes in, this definitely would have been an East Side. But I would say it's probably one of the closest East Side establishments to downtown. Does that make sense? Okay, so it is fitting in. It's kind of like uh, West Virginia being in the Big 12. For the two sports fans listening to this. Here we go. He's going in, folks. Oh, hello there. My name is Jason, and I'm the host of Evansville Podcast, proud member of the Evansville Podcast Network. On the Evansville Podcast, we talk with people in and around Evansville that own businesses, put on events, 
or doing interesting things in the tri-state. So check us out at evansvillepodcast.com or find us on your favorite podcast app and learn something you didn't know about life in Evansville. Good job, everybody. He's here. The pizza's in a bag, folks. Pizza's going to be good, but I'm really mad. Like, this is how bag thing is just the dumbest thing in the world. Like, let's just put this pizza in a, in a paper sack so we don't have paper boxes. You, hold, you talk. They didn't put Peppermancinis on it either, no so that's good. Can I, can I tell you the story of uh, the Peppermancini, where they originated? I was working. It was back in my early days at Tironi's, and I was working in the kitchen one night. And right in the middle of a Saturday night lunch rush, we're all ripping our hair out of our heads. This dude from Farm Boy shows up, and he's trying to tell us he brought us too many buckets of pepperoncinis. But he's losing his mind. We're busy, and he thinks he's going to get fired because they think he's stealing pepperoncinis. And he shows up, and I'm clearly not the manager for for obvious reasons. And he comes up to me, he goes, hey, man, I brought you all too, too many buckets of peppermancinis. And I said, what, Samuel Mancinis? That place closed down years ago. He goes, no, peppermancinis. And ever since then, without trying, I call pepperoncinis peppermancinis. I even got you doing it. I just don't know how to say pepperoncini, to be honest with you. It's I great. will say that this looks a little bit less cooked than like a normal Steve's pizza. It's hot. I got to say, it's a little dry. Man. And I really love the taste of their sauce. It's not very sweet. It's kind of like a heavy sauce, but it's kind of dry. There's not much on it. This is the first cracker crust, at least on the outside, that I've ever had that I bit into. And I was like, crackers. Just the outside, though. Oh, it tastes like a saltine. Yeah, it tastes like a saltine cracker. Which I guess it might be kind of what you go for. I don't know. Maybe a Ritz cracker. Right now, initial review, I feel the way about this pizza, the way I do anytime I see a movie made by DC Studios, like a Batman, Superman type thing. You go in and you're like, eh, it, was a, it was okay. It was pretty okay pizza. I've had a stronger Steve's pizza, as in like on Saturday night, I did. Look, there's no fucking sauce on this. Bums me out, man. I'm going to give it a five. <laughs> like, I literally had it on Friday, and it was awesome. This was as low as you can get being an okay pizza without being a bad pizza. Strong four from Big Cat. I was, there's just, there was no sauce. We had a final score on that one of 14. Steve's will not be moving on. I will say I am very disappointed because, like, I do go to Steve's all the time, and um, that's what this got rated. But I will tell you guys, try Steve's if you get a chance. This is kind of in my neighborhood. Good pizza, good strombolis, but... A little disappointing outing for it, for sure. It was just so dry. What the hell? Headed to Big M's. Hey, everybody. I'm Laura, the host of the Beyond Repair Show. On the Beyond Repair Show, I'll tackle your home repair questions and then go beyond to answer your life questions. How am I qualified? Well, I'm not really. However, I've tried things and I've made a lot of mistakes. That hasn't stopped me from telling others what to do. And each episode, I'll have the help of a different awesome guest host. To listen to the episodes or to submit your own repair question, find us at beyondrepairshow.com. So let's fix some stuff. You've got questions. We've got issues. Did you just call batteries bats? I'm out of Cool. Just confirming. I'm going to bust you for it. I abbreviate words like way too much. What's your favorite to abbreviate that's not normally abbreviated? Oh, God, that's so hard. What do you got? My favorite thing to say lately is when, and sorry, Clark, but when people say WTF, sometimes I'll be like, WT fuck is going on here. It's actually the one you're supposed to say the letter for instead because that's the offensive one. But I'll say that. I've definitely called bananas beanans before. If we're on this uh, fruit tit and you guys call strawberries strobs. <laughs> strobs for strawberries also reminds me of Bob Straub photography. 
We always uh, say babby. This isn't even a brief, but like for some reason, one of my friends started saying babby instead of baby. And to keep tradition going, I'm pretty sure it's because of a Lee Garnett mess up. Like uh, it was a typo. Instead of typing baby, he put babby, B-A-B-B-Y. So whenever we just always say babby, like look at that babby. And, you know, it's one of those things you start saying as a joke and then you just say it all the time and look like an idiot. No, real talk. If we're going to take it to penis, this is the craziest uh, autocorrect I've ever had before. Uh, and I don't ever use this word. This is not a word that isn't in my lexicon. Uh, but one time, three or four years ago, uh, my friend Leslie and I were going to make some dinner uh, for some friends. And we were at Schnooks. And my mom texted me and said, hey, where, what do you do? It, it, the, the conversation involved where am I right now? And I said, with Leslie at Schnooks. And out of nowhere, Apple autocorrect texted my mom with Leslie at Schlongs. Yes, I've never used that word in my always. life out loud nor in text. And for some reason, <laughs> Apple was like, Schnucks, do you mean that that whole Midwest uh, uh, that whole Midwest grocery store chain based out of St. Louis, Missouri? Or do you mean Schlongs? It is your mom, right? But that, that's my... Uh, I hear knob, though, and I'm thinking boner every time. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Go by the busy. So it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. Um, we had to find ways to kind of shuffle everything around to where we didn't have... One episode with two places and one episode with nine. So we uh, we gerrymandered a little bit. That's how Steve's ended up in downtown. This could be considered Northside or Jimtown or downtown. I know there's a great debate going on, and most of you are going to think I'm wrong. I've always viewed uh, First Avenue and Diamond as the cross-section of the city, and I've recently heard a good argument for being further down, being Diamond and 41. But for me, anytime I'm headed south on First Avenue and I cross Diamond, I'm pretty much going downtown. Vice versa, anytime I'm headed north and I cross Diamond, you're going to the north side. Anytime I've ever turned east on Diamond, you're you're probably headed to the east side. And, and same for anytime I've turned in, turned west on Diamond, you're probably headed to the west side for something. So being below that, I've always kind of viewed uh, that area, First Avenue, as downtown. Um, like I said, we had to gerrymander a little bit. That is a very long-winded explanation. You lost me like that. <laughs> we, went, we went from like uh, talking about our fave flaves and bean ends and straws uh, to a paragraph answer. I apologize. Just, from one side of the spectrum to the other real quick. Might have whiplash. Big M's Pizza. It's our third stop. The, the next two are going to fly a little faster. They're all on the way home. Yep, yep. So we're going to send Zach in with the money and see if he returns with the pizza.
Usually, usually when it's that greasy, there's no sauce underneath. The sauce only had one plate, or the grease only had one way to go. <laughs> Up. Had one. What we don't know probably will be the death of us. We gotta see. And I do believe we can make Confirm there's no sauce because there's no place to put the sauce because it's about as thin as a damn nickel. It looks like Emo's pizza in St. Louis, but not as good. It's thin, all right. This is we've had a few on the on the show so far that you've described as like if it was two AM and I'd had three pitchers of beer, I would be eating this up thinking it's the best thing I've ever had. But sober aware. It looks like there's a couple different types of cheeses on there, too. Looks like there's like a mozzarella and almost like a Parmesan blend on top. It does taste like pizza. Yeah. The, <laughs> the flavor isn't awful. It's not good, but it's not like it tastes bad. Like you said, it, it literally leaves like a film in your mouth. It's like, remember... When you're younger, you drink a Country Time Lemonade. You'd have that coating at the back of your throat of just pure, like, sugar saliva. Kind of reminds me of that. This is not the best pizza I've ever had. Nope. But boy, do I love pizza anyway. I would say it's been sitting out. Uh, I don't think the flavor is necessarily too bad. Like, I feel, I feel like something's off on it. But, like, the sauce and the herbs and the different cheeses, but it's just so greasy. I would say it four. The film is weird and it started to make me a little depressed. Just like that, that Sam's pizza. <laughs> it's wearing me down. <laughs> we did not finish that one, the first pizza. Clark, it's great. <laughs> there was no sauce on that pizza. Hard three and a half. If it was any more greasy, you would have entered. Piss I'm pissed off that I have to eat this tonight. Three and a half gives it a total score of ten and a half. You, that's not going anywhere. Thanks, M Big M. Good luck with your future endeavors. You know, I've actually had Big M's before, too, and it was not this bad. I had it delivered to my house, and actually— You should be over on North Main. Well, and it, whenever I had it, it did not look, taste, or anything like that. It looked like an Una pizza, like it had the cracker crust where it was kind of falling apart. That was a weird crust, to be honest with you. It was, like, paper thin. I don't know. It also—they had obviously just burnt something really bad in there. Like, the whole place was full of smoke, and, like, <laughs> they were just all like, ah! Oh! <laughs> it's pretty wild-looking. We were on our way to Angelo's. They have an extensive pizza buffet for lunch every day. I was surprised when I called them to order pizza that they actually offered uh, a size of pizza or pizza at night for pickup. But they they said they'd make one. They said they only have a large. So we're going to have lots of pizza at this stop. Not a big fan of only having one size. I don't get that. 
I mean, you can unless you have prefabricated dough, which might be an issue that we discover here. But every every pizza slice I've ever had at Angelo's delicious, good and garlicky. But that's also on the buffet line, so we can see what it's going to be like to get like an actually fresh made pizza by these uh, Italians or Armenians or whatever they are that own it. I love fresh garlic just on anything. Yep. I've only had this place for lunch too, like the buffet. I love a spinach. Or- <laughs> Spinach. Damn. Edit that out. Just get that out of here. (laughs) Spinach and feta pizza is just with tons of garlic, maybe even some black olives on there. No, black olives. uh, Olives in general are the uh, herpes of the culinary world. Green olives are just just disgusting. Like even whenever you cook a pizza with green olives, it just has this awful smell. I can't stand it. I don't know. So we have to vote pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Yes. Caveat, certain type of pizza. Like Hawaiian Delight, yes. With ham, which is basically Hawaiian Delight, yes. I'm not trying to do pepperoni pineapple. Dude, I just ate a pepperoni pineapple pizza like <laughs> literally within the last week. We're going to whip around the block real quick. Downtown, my neighborhood, I believe it is the best neighborhood in Evansville. I, I, if this was like a political spectrum, I would be the moderate. There's a time for weeping, a time for reaping, a time for sowing, a time for pineapple. And I don't think it's all the time. Weeping, reaping, sowing, and pineapple. What's your, Harry, what's your favorite pizza in Evansville? He seriously said not here. No, I said what's your favorite. I said what's your favorite pizza in Evansville, right? He goes not here. What a wang! That guy was a wang. That was your dad, and you don't. I'm sorry, he's your dad. Is what I'm trying to say. He wanders around in sandals, acting like he's too cool for the city he lives in. We just bunked it up to PG-13 level tonight here. Uh, uh, the uh, MPA allows you to reference a schlong twice. This is the fourth schlong reference. We're we're getting a lot of construction done here in Evansville to become a better city, and it's going to be cool. The only thing that sucks is it's all happening at once. Well, you know what? That's subjective. It, it's inconvenient that it's all happening at once. I guess it's better than it all taking 20 years. Is he out front? Here he is. Oh, that's a big-ass pizza. <laughs> that pizza box is the size of a one-bedroom apartment. What do you think? What was the experience like? Oh, they're nice. I think it was Angelo. I don't know. I would think that his name was Angelo. He said, hey, buddy. I said, yes. It smells awesome. Rest in peace, Hammerheads. Right, I'll never forget you. So we have not had a pizza like this yet. Whoa. This is a Look first. at the grease on top. What's funny is, like, this thing just is so greasy, and I'm like, hell, yes. Yeah. I'm and the other one, I was like, let's not eat it. <laughs> I'm going, dude. I feel like a ninja turtle right now. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. <laughs> it smells good. Oh, Look at that. There's some cheese on here. I don't know if this is going to make it back home. You see that crust, like, separating? I can use both hands on this and drive with my re-knob. What? Sorry. Nothing. One note. Um, 
this is very doughy. And we've done so much Una pizza lately that I almost started giving it negative points. But not all these pizzas. It's not Evansville's best Una pizza. It's Evansville's best pizza. This is very doughy. It's supposed to be chewy. But that's okay. Yeah, that's okay in, in this instance. This looks so good. It tastes so good. It's almost a little too thick. Like, am I wrong in saying that? Like, I, and, I'm, and I'm not like an Evansville, like, cracker crust only. That shit's too full. It's not pizza. But, like, I mean, that's a little thick for, like, I feel like this type of pizza. I don't know. Sorry, guys. It's really good, okay? I promise. I do believe you. I'm, I feel the same. I'm having sexual thought. But listen, guys, I'm sitting up front. And there's a re-knob happening. <laughs> I'm glad this box is here. I'll tell you that. I can neither it. deny or deny that. It's so funny. So this is, uh, it's so funny that like that last pizza was so greasy and we were so disappointed by it. And this one literally has grease just puddled on top of it. And we're just ecstatic about it. <laughs> Delicious. Uh uh, it was so cheesy and so good in the sauce. Say, for the first time tonight, we, we have paper towels. This might be the first pizza that was so saucy enough that we need paper towels tonight. We have not said where we're eating at all. Oh, we've been doing so bad at this. Uh, for real, though, eight and a half. This is the best pizza we've had tonight, I think, for sure. And I think it's delicious. I love it, and I want to marry it. I'm going to go seven and a half, too. That pizza was great. I know I was saying it was a little thick, but it was. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it was a little thick for that. But that crust was buttery, garlicky. The cheese was awesome. The sauce was awesome. It was a perfect amount of crunch, but also chewy. That was just that was super good. Like I'm gonna. I have never ordered a pizza from there before to to, to go like that. Like I will do that because like that has its own flavor. Like whenever you're tired of Evansville pizza, come get a pizza here because this is good. I'll do a salad for lunch. I won't do one for dinner. That's ridiculous. I put salad on the same place I put hot ham and cheese. There's nowhere in Evansville that you can go get a hot ham and cheese that price-wise is not 17 times more than it would cost you to just make a hot ham and cheese at home with groceries. Dude, I am so mad at all you guys right now. I am like a hot ham and cheese connoisseur. Like, I would rather eat a hot ham and cheese than a stromboli almost any day of the week. I know that sounds crazy, but like... Uh, final score for Angelo's is a 25 and a half. Get ready for this. Two hours ago, I didn't even think of Angelo's as a pizza place. Two yeah. hours ago, I was surprised they picked up the phone and took a pizza order. And at this point, 25 and a half for Angelo's, which ties it for the best rated pizza we've had so far with Una 2. So, so right now to win the downtown night, you need to beat 25 and a half. And to make it to a wild card, you got to knock off Taroni's at 21 and a half. Is one of these last two places going to do it? We're headed to uh, Walton's now, then Harm's, then our night is finished up. But we're on the way to Walton.
Well, here we coming up on Walton's. Have you guys ever had their pizza before? Yes. Me and Lee Garnett came here like, like we're open for business. So we come here and it's like 6.30 on a Friday and like, hey, we're sorry. We don't want anybody to have a bad first experience. So we're not letting anybody else in right now. This is a bad first experience. Go get it, buddy. We all hung up. <laughs> that doesn't look bad. And they put a little, drizzle a little sauce on top. Sauce. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they put sauce on top. It, there's sauce underneath is the question. It doesn't. Here we go. Yeah, they confirmed the only sauce is on top. You know, I've had this pizza before. I know it's not like that. I know. This doesn't look like anything I've had here before. It, it looks like the, they have found the cheese on the pizza. They said it had been sitting for a little while. It looks crispy on the bottom. Yep. I didn't like it at first because it tasted different, and the, but the taste is good. The sauce is pretty wild. That sauce has like a wild taste. Yeah, why is there only like an eighth of an ounce on each piece? Sauce tastes great. For what it is and how they cook it, it is too thick. I feel like this pizza has all of... This is almost like a personal diss. Like, I feel bad to say what I'm about to say, but like, this pizza has all of the makings of a good pizza. Like, this crust stretched out a little bit more. Cooked in that oven with this cheese and this sauce could be awesome, but there's too much cheese. There's not enough sauce. The crust is too thick. I don't know. I'm going to give it a five. And I feel like five is being kind of nice, but I think it's just because the flavor is good. But I feel like that is the meanest statement you could say, like on a pizza review, that like, yeah, it just wasn't put together very well. <laughs> but like that to me, that's what it tastes like. It's like they, they saw on like a, on a munchies on a munchies clip that like you're supposed to put sauce on the pizza like that. But like or they went to Feta and Owensboro, which is a dope pizza place. But it's like they saw that and they're like, Yeah, that's what we're supposed to do at a fancy establishment. But I thought exactly. I gave it a five and a half. Uh, because I thought that it makes no sense. Um if you're gonna sauce it on top, like a, in a Chicago style, like you actually sauce it on top, not drizzle it, do that. Or I'm totally cool with actually having sauce on the pizza and then drizzling some on top for looks or like to finish it off. That's cool too. Mm -hmm. But not a pound of cheese on each slice with no sauce underneath to absorb any of that. And then just like a drip of sauce on top. I agree with Zach. It could have been put together better. Oh, yeah, it's so, so doughy. Like for, I mean, so this isn't cooked in a wood-fired oven. And by the bottom of it, I mean, you could tell, like, the bottom of it looks perfect. But you flip it over, and it's just too thick to be cooked in an oven like that. And it's just, it's dense. Yep. Like, it just wore me out eating that last part of that crust. 16 and a half, an overall score. 16 and a half is not enough to carry on in this competition to make the finale. But that is the highest we've rated any pizza that we didn't even eat half of. <laughs> I'm done. You got hey, but uh, shout out to Walton's for probably the coolest box of the night. Very cool box. I've never been here. This is, I think this is the first place of the night. I've never been here. It's, I think the only time I came here before, I didn't have any cash on me or a car. I just had a car and he was like, see you, dude. 
one quick note as we pull into Harms Una Pizza parking lot, they don't even open to take orders till five, which kind of stinks. Like if, if I was a soccer dad or whatever, and I was on the way home from work, and I need to pick up pizza from my family on Friday night, it's kind of tough realizing like you can't even call your order in to get it started cooking until uh, till five o'clock. So that's kind of tough. They are open twenty four hours. They must have just taken that uh, <clears throat> sheet with the blood red paint down about the big daddy. Zach has more leg tattoos than I realized. Talk to me. So, he said that you said beef. No, cheese. Waited because he said nobody was here around 6.30. So then he, he just put it in, so it's going to be like seven minutes. Just cheese, seven minutes? No, he said beef pizza. He said, we tell go? <laughs> Your call. It's, no, I don't want to make the call. Here, here's where good compromise is. Uh, the other situation where they said we could go ahead and throw it in, it'll only be a few minutes, we left. I say we go ahead and get this one, but I I like that. I like that. So it's out, but we'll tell everybody what we think. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, because in that case. It won't get ready because it didn't on the other one. And they, this is some high drama. This is like the moment in the reality show, like, what are they going to do? But I mean, like, he thinks she said beef. They messed it up. But uh, Is there a beef one in there now? Why, and he took my number. Why don't you call that person back and ask? Uh, 50-50. I'll probably get it. I got the last three wrong, so I'm due. Trying to figure out this mess here. Still waiting on set of harms. Uh, one thing that I brought up, uh, it was interesting. Zach said the guy inside said that he waited to put it in till 6.30 and no one was here at exactly 6.30, so he didn't put it in. Was his strategy the whole time to uh, to wait until we got there to pick it up to even start cooking it? Or, I, I don't know. Okay. Straight up starting to go into my pizza coma. I can feel it. Zach, a pizza in hand, in a bag. Here he goes. He's really excited about this pizza. We were just not going to get it. Yeah. Beef? Nope, it's cheese. He was just like, I'll just put it in cheese. He was very nice. He was a nice man. This did just come out, right? Yeah. You want to get back to my place and eat it? That's fine. <laughs> Talk about it. It's some sauce on there. No, but some... look, this is your moment. Yeah, I mean, look, look at it. It's a bag around a pizza. Like, I didn't even recognize how shitty the thing was you were talking about because I knew about it. It looks so cheesy. Like, the cheese isn't even cooked all the way. You can tell right there. Like, look at the. And I don't think we can count the score on this. Yeah, I don't think we can. I don't, I don't think it's going to make a difference anyways. You know what's surprising is, like, I can't tell you how many times, like, more, almost more than pepperoni, I sold beef pizzas. I sold, like, beef and onion, beef and mushroom. Just crumbled, but you just slightly put it on there on the bottom, underneath the cheese, typically. It's weird, but people love beef on pizzas. It's kind of, I don't like it. It's kind of gross. Heavy, dry, I don't know. I literally, like... I might have been the whole force of this cheese pizza thing because I'm all about a cheese pizza. I think it's all you really need. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> we, 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 had a, we had a message going, uh, figuring how we we're going to do this. And I, I took the lead and kind of threw out an idea on how we were going to do it. And then Clark brought up that he's vegetarian. And then I, yeah, he's a good looking dude. Uh, and then I was like, well, we can get one cheese and one this way and have two separate contests. And Zach immediately chimed in with like, we're doing cheese and that's it. Or you know, he didn't say, or I'm not doing it, but he could have, it was pretty much it. He was like, this is the way we're doing it. He typed that way. It was all cap. You know, here's a, we were talking about how bad service is. Uh, the guy who was working in there, I don't know Where if at? he, at Harms Una Pizza, the guy who was working the counter there, he either used to or still does work at Little Caesars. 
And I know, like, I shouldn't even talk about this on a pizza quest, but, like, uh, my son loves Caesars. It's, like, right by our house. He loves the breadsticks. And if a Caesar, if a Little Caesars pizza is four minutes out of the oven, it's like, okay, this isn't bad. And then, like, four minutes later, you're like, oh, wait, this is hot garbage. But, like, for what it is, it is what it is. But the, the guy who runs the counter there also used to run the counter at Little Caesars. And has some of the best customer service in Evansville. I'm not kidding. This mm -hmm. dude's happy. Hey, man, what can I get you? And, you know, hey, you know, mess up right off the bat. I know, like, they don't have a tip thing at Little Caesars. And I can't tell you how many times I just wanted to be like, hey, here's $10. <laughs> His tip is that he gets to work for a company owned by the owner of the Detroit Red Wings and Detroit Tigers. And that's good enough for me. Fairly certain that this, this pizza sauce is ragu. <laughs> Ketchup. Dig in. I'm going to get this corner, dog. So while we eat this pizza that is not going to count tonight because they didn't take an order right, but Zach really insisted on us putting this in our bodies. <laughs> uh, final roundup of scores for tonight, Big M's, uh, second, to, I guess, Harm's zero. Big M's, 10.5. Steve's Una Pizza, 14. Walton, 16.5. Rockabar, 19.5. And Angelo's, of all. Angelo's is headed to... The finale episode. That's the only one making it out of here tonight. Surprisingly, like, is is saucy. Is that saucy? It's really saucy, really cheesy, and it's still holding up. Look at that. Do you remember the Lunchables pizza packs where you put you put that pre-made pizza and then they sprinkled the, the part skim mozzarella processed cheese? If you would have made one of those and put it in a microwave or an oven for 45 seconds, that is exactly what I think this would taste like. Yeah, I mean, pizza. I'm not above. I'm, it's, not, um, I'm not above that. It's way too salty. Like that whole thing is. I think it's Wild Angelos that's so good. That's like a shocker to me. Yeah. Like this isn't bad for lunch, you know. But getting us like a fresh, large pizza. I think it's so different than everything we've eaten too. So it was. It's a wild. In terms of content and the fun we had, that was wonderful. In terms of the actual pizza we had, it was pretty okay. Angelos was a great surprise. And you know, I would totally. Um, I would totally sacrifice all the pizzas we had that weren't that great to discover Angelo's tonight. I'm through, like I'm taking three pieces inside. Hey, thanks for listening. Um, and then as always to my brebra, Zach. That's me. Thank you. All right, let's get out of here so Zach can go enjoy his HXC show. That's true. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm a grown up. <laughs> all right. There you have it, guys. That was part four of Pizza Quest downtown. That's right. You heard it. You heard the scores. Angelo apparently was a huge hit for the downtown area. If you haven't checked out any of the other episodes, please go back and listen to them. By all means, go to evansvillepodcast.com. Check out Jason's uh, interviews with people from around Evansville. You can also check out Beyond Repair, Food 812, or Clockwork Nights, other episodes, whatever you want to do. And yeah, hit subscribe. Share this with a friend. Share it on social media. Let everyone know that you had fun listening to this. Until then, you have a good weekend or whatever you're doing right now, wherever you are. Hope you're traveling safe if you're traveling. I know that I've been uh, talking to a few people about this podcast who are on the road and I traveled to Evansville and was like, hey, if you need to find good places to eat, you could at least check out this podcast. So, Yanice, Pablo, if you guys are listening, Ron, hey to you guys. All right. Anywho, I'm going to get going because I'm pretty tired. <laughs> it's, this, is, this is recorded at night after all. All right. We'll see you guys later.
I'll talk about movies that I cry in all day. <laughs> <laughs>